Welcome to the FitMind Project. My name's Barry Ash and along with my wife Laura Ash, we are the founders of Rock Solid Health and the Freedom Programs. We believe that everybody should have access to a simple and supportive way to transform their health and their well-being, both physically and mentally, so we can feel better than we currently do. Our aim is to bring together a community of like-minded people who want to transform their habits and their behaviours using the rock solid method so they can take ownership of their health and their well-being. With this podcast, we're going to be having conversations with some amazing people that will help and inspire you to take back control of your lives. As we believe, when we are healthier, we are happier. to you and welcome to today's special Facebook Live where we always have a guest every week and we are so excited today. I'm personally really excited because I love all this kind of stuff. <laughs> today we are joined by the beautiful Rosanna McKinnon um, and I will give you a brief introduction um, first of all. So Rosanna owns her own beauty salon and she has been a beauty therapist for 25 years. I mean she doesn't even look like she could be in the industry for 25 years um, and Rosanna's passion is really about helping people get amazing results by looking after themselves and the one thing that she's so passionate about is about making sure that her clients have the right knowledge when it comes to all of the beauty products out there so she was like I just couldn't wait to get her on and just pick her brains about you know, looking after our skin and making ourselves feel pampered because especially in lockdown, no one can get to salons, we're all beginning to look like trolls. And, you know, I just thought, let's get Rosanna on so that we can, you know, um, we can pick her brains about this and talk about it. And share some knowledge about the beauty of the skin and the body. Eh? Exactly. Welcome, so, Rosanna. Thank you, and thank you for having me on. It's uh, really, really exciting, and yeah, I'm looking forward to all your questions that you've got for me. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, right, first of all, Rosanna, let's start right at the beginning, okay? Tell us why you do what you do, kind of how you fell into it, and why you're so passionate about beauty and skincare. Mm, so, um... <laughs> It's a great question. Um, so why do I do what I do? Oh, I just, I just love it. I mean, I just love every aspect of it. I love the whole experience, firstly, of meeting so many people all of the time. Like my, my day is spent literally talking to you know, dozens of different people, which, you know, um, I really enjoy. Um, and then, you know, the, the continuous development of services and treatments, like you could be beauty therapist for as long as I have and you're still learning something new every single day there's always new developments new products and also there's always new I want to don't want to say problems how can I deal with this what can I do about that and then it's a whole new journey again like what can I offer you what do we need to look at how can we produce a result um, so I love that like continuous evolution and change. Um, I like people. I like being with people. Um, and I get to meet some 
amazing people with great lives and stories and yeah it's just it's just a really great industry to be in and then other people in the industry are also brilliant um learning from their experiences as well it's just a great industry i mean there's nothing better than helping someone feel good about themselves right oh a hundred percent and that's that's like the the fulfillment that i get when somebody does come to me and with something my skin feels this way or looks this way what can i do and i'm like i've got actually a solution for you and then i can present it and you know, I'm kind of missing that right now, not being in the clinic, you know, but um, it is one of the things that I just love to do. And I like to, you know, one of the things I'm really passionate about is creating bespoke treatments for people, okay. you know, because no two skins are the same, no two um, concerns are the same, no two lifestyles are the same. You know, people are finding themselves in different environments from one day to the next. So I, I like to discover with, with my client what their life is like, what it includes, and then what we need to do to ensure that their skin or their nails or whatever it is taken care of. Yeah, I, I love that. And do you know what? That's, that's something very rare, I think, that you find, because usually it's like, oh, you've either got combination skin or oily skin, but I love the fact that you are able to question someone's lifestyle and, and mm. figure that out. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right then. So, we all love to have a pamper and we all like to have beauty treatments, why, why do you think like some of your clients come to you or, or a lot of us like to have that pamper, do you know what I mean? And have someone look after us for a bit. Well, I mean, I think initially people do come because they have a, 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 a need, like a concern that needs to be dealt with. Like I said, it could be a skin problem or it could be um, pain from their posture it could be anything and I and then I think what happens is a relationship gets developed um and from an initial meeting with somebody actually what you go on long, you know some of my clients are I've, I've pretty much seen me have three children um you know watched me expand you know they go through everything with me you know um so they've, like, I've known them for, for many, many years. And, and I've seen them have children or, or go, go and live in other countries, come back, change their jobs, get promoted, get married. Like I see so much. So you, you really do go through a life journey with, with people. And, and I'd say also your, your work develops with your clients because their needs change over the years so as a you know when I first started in beauty I probably wasn't dealing with the things that I'm now able to deal with. Yeah. That, that makes sense yeah, yeah absolutely I think that's fantastic fantastic because I love change because if we want to change something something has to change what's the biggest change you've seen in the big the 25 years you've spent in the industry because you keep saying this changing going on the industry is changing and I think technology is changing as well What's yep. the biggest difference you've seen in your experience over there? Well, 
Oh, cool. So product ingredients. Okay. Definitely. Um, you know, like I remember when I first started, a facial used to be like a not, you know, a cleanse, and then you do a little bit of an exfoliation and a bit of a massage, and then you'd put a mask on. Um, and as wonderful as that was and is, it's something you could probably do at home. Yeah. Only you're doing it to yourself. So there is that element of having it done to you is a nicer experience, I think, sometimes. But you could buy those exact products off the, you know, the salon retail section and go home and do a great treatment on yourself. And what, what's happened over the years is the ingredients have improved. So things like actives, vitamins, uh, vitamin A actives and peptides, which are skin proteins that can actually alter the behavior of skin. Um, and I think skincare has become a lot more scientific. And I think clients would demand yeah. They started to understand that, well, we don't just want a nice face massage, as lovely as that is. We want to see some changes. I want to improve my lines. I want to get rid of my rosacea, um, my acne. And, yeah, so I think product ingredients have, have come such a long way. Um, and then your technology, your your equipment i mean there are some electrical machines that 25 30 years ago are still going strong now wow. you know you know like things like um uh, there's a, a treatment called galvanic which is a it's a it's like a method of, of using just to push product into the skin oh wow so it, it gives a deep penetration and it, it, it's been going for years and what they've done is they've enhanced that. So they've combined other electrical technologies within that yeah. um, to improve it even further, yeah. you know? So yeah, they were, they, those sort of things, equipment has improved. To some degree, the, the training of the companies that provide these machines has also improved, I would say. Yeah. Uh, really investing in 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 therapists um over the years definitely and do you think like the change in all these ingredients is actually for the better do you think oh 100 percent. yeah well for, for people that want results 100 percent. and also for people that don't want to go too much into the aesthetic world so you know people that don't want collagen or botox yeah. you know or fillers you know, it, it, it kind of bridges that gap a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and then also, actually, what I believe is that if you are consistent with good skincare, different, and then you decide, I fancy having a little bit of Botox or I would like a filler. Actually, your skin will respond so much better yeah. to those things if it's in an already healthy functioning condition you know so it all it all leads on to the next step and that's what's um I think become really great about our industry yeah I think because one of the big things is that we're not consistent and persistent with doing our 
daily skincare routines because it obviously is boring or laborious or something like that. And I think, as you say, you have to be consistent at it to get those results, don't you? 100%. Yeah, if you have an ingredient that promises something, so I, I guess something like hyaluronic acid, which is a hydrator, helps your skin to retain moisture, if, um, which then improves the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. But if you use it, once or twice a week in your skincare routine it won't give you the same result as if you do it every day and mm. then if you do it twice a day it's going to give you a better result than if you did it once a day and and i suppose as well it depends on what skin needs as well but if your skin needs that then i think using it consistently regularly and even something like cleansing your skin if you cleanse your skin daily with a an appropriate cleansing product it will help your skin your if you occasionally sometimes use a soap or sometimes nothing at all you will see the effect of that the texture maybe the sensitivity will be more yeah. I, I know some of our clients we've spoken to, they're like, oh, I'll just go to bed with my makeup on. And I'm like, oh, you do what? I mean, is that really damaging to go to bed with your makeup on? It's a good, it's a good question. I think, I'll be honest, we've all done it. Well, well, I've done it. And I'm, you know, and I know the worst case scenario. But look, there are... Um, some skins that can get away with it occasionally. Ah, okay. You know, and there are some skins that if you did that, your skin would not like it at all. Yeah. You may get breakout. Um, and if you did it repeatedly, eventually you're going to cause something. It might just be blackheads. It might be congestion. Um, you know, your skin needs to exfoliate naturally, it needs to shed. And if you've got product on it, that starts to suffer. So then maybe the luminosity of your skin uh, yeah. will deplete or just the, the, uh, the appearance of it maybe won't be as clear. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. You know, it starts to look a bit sluggish or a bit dull. Yeah, exactly. And we, yeah. we don't want that at all whatsoever. No. So, no. Okay, so different skin types then right so can you talk us through different skin types and how we might be able to tell if we have that kind of skin type is that something you'd be able to enlighten yeah, us with so no, I, I mean generally um you're kind of there's, there's like three types of skin i suppose you've got your um your dry yep your oily and then your normal that those are three skin types that um you're born with like it's it's your genetics yeah and then you've got skin conditions oh okay that are developed over time with certain behaviors now some skin conditions um can be caused by medical conditions or medication okay and um, so we're looking at things like for example uh sensitivity um uh, rosacea yeah um then there's uh, oh what else is there so like um 
flakiness in the skin. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, but some people are have things like eczema and psoriasis, but those are medical conditions that you, that are genetic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can cause a dryness in your skin by over treating it with harsh products or products that aren't necessarily designed for your skin type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Sorry, Rosanna. Carry on. That's my, no, go on. So, how would you know if you've got dry, oily, or normal skin? What, what, what would happen? Do you know what I mean to know that you've got those? Well, dry, dry skin. Um, quite often, you'll see uh, things like flakiness. Yeah. You, um, at the, when you touch it, you might feel it slightly textural, like bumpy. Yeah. Um, when you wash your face, it might feel tight. So after you've cut it, like, you know, it's like a dehydration, like there's not enough water in your skin. Yeah, yeah. Then um, oily skin, um, quite often an oily skin may have um, um, a, a shine to it. So, yeah. and if you touch it, you'll feel the natural sebum in the skin. It's, uh, you know, it, you'd feel it on your fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, an oily skin can sometimes have more blackheads, more blocked pores. Yeah. Because an oily skin will create a slower cell turnover. So the skin cells will be more likely to get sort of built up in the pores. Um, sensitive skin can appear like a redness, a yeah. overall redness. It can sometimes have a flaky, flakiness as well and a tightness. But the main thing would, and also actually like a easily damaged skin, like if, if it scratches, it almost tears a little bit. Wow. You know, you can have skin like that that's, that's very sensitive, very thin, you know. Like normal skin then, because obviously you've got dry, oily and normal. What would, normal would just be like none of the above. <laughs> Babies. Really? Wow. As you know, babies all have that kind of normal. Yeah. You know, nothing really going on. They're, they're developing. And then, and then I suppose over a few years, you start to, when puberty kicks in, yeah. you know, your body will start doing, doing what it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some babies have eczema and stuff like that. But generally, you would see that peachy, normal, you know, that kind of even skin tone on a baby. Wow. That's pretty much as you know rare as it is i was gonna say i bet that's really rare because i know i definitely have oily skin like especially like time of the month i can literally go and i'm like oh my god and it is so oily do you know what i mean yeah but then yeah. it will be kind of dry in other places so is that like a can you have a combination definitely yeah, yeah. definitely and you you almost have to treat them separately right because if you use uh, if you have like an oily skin and you're using a cleanser, for example, to deal with that, yeah. the ingredients in there are designed to help to remove excess oil, create some sort of balance. If your cheeks are not oily and you're using that product on your cheeks, you can get a bit more of an imbalance. So you can create a bit more of a, a dryness in that area or a sensitivity almost in that area. So it's important, it, 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 it's a tricky one, 
Yeah. You might alternate with different cleansers. So maybe, you know, using a particular cleanser in the morning and, and a, a gentler one in the evening. Or, um, yeah, just, yeah, just being a little bit more mindful as, and, and, and seeing how the skin's behaving and using what you know yeah. works for you. And I suppose you can even keep a little diary. Do you know what I mean? I know I've kept a diary before of like times and months and stuff and how it's changed. But like, I know when we was talking, Rosanna, we were chatting about how your skin can change in like the environment. And yeah. especially with lockdown at the moment, you know, I know a lot, when we chatted, you said a lot of people are experiencing dehydration. When we get dehydration, we get those fine lines, which we don't want, do you know what I mean? <laughs> the, yeah. um, so it's like, how, how is our skin changing during lockdown and, and how does it change with our environment? What can we notice? It, it, it is so, um, it depends, everybody is going to be doing something different. Right, yeah. right. So it's not a one size fits all, but if we choose some of the, the most common, so you've got some people that um, maybe are sitting more in front of the computer screen. Yeah. Okay. And computer screens are, are a contributor to free radical damage into the environment. And free radical damage is, is um, basically where molecules attach themselves to molecules in your skin and, and start to break down your DNA. It's like the aging wow. process. I never knew that. Yeah, so it comes from uh, free radicals, come from um, screens, lighting, um, pollution, um, well, alcohol, smoking, and even breathing to some degree oxygen will create free radical damage but if people are spending more time in front of a screen then there's more risk of well there's more damage occurring to the skin and if if somebody uh, so if somebody wants to help with that then using pro products that contain antioxidants right. that will help to give your skin protection Antioxidants are otherwise known as things like um, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E. Wow. They are powerful antioxidants. There are others. So, but by using antioxidants, you're helping to um, fight free radical damage. Yeah. yeah. Then things like um, maybe some people are doing more exercise yeah. than they've ever done before and um, sweating more losing yeah. more of the natural water in the body and oil in the skin so they may appear more dehydrated yeah so obviously drinking water is important yeah. but drinking water doesn't really rehydrate the skin right. yeah because um what we need to do is um uh uh, create the barrier to prevent the water loss. Yeah. So things like hyaluronic acid and, and lipids will help to do that. So um, I guess that looking at your product ingredient is, is, is essential at this time of year. Well, at, at, in, in, in lockdown, you know? 
Yeah. And, and I, I know that I have made it possible for my clients to reach out to me to, to ask any questions. And I would imagine that any beauty therapists out there that, um, you know, maybe anyone watching this, they have a therapist that they normally see for their skin, reach out. If you've got any, I know that they'll be waiting for you to reach, you know, wanting and, you know, needing that. So, yeah, just, uh, just. Right. Yeah, super interesting because we, we do exercise, we sweat and we, we are constantly telling our guys, keep hydrated, keep hydrated. But we don't really think about the biggest organ in the skin, in the body, do we? Which is the skin. Yeah. I, you just think, drink some more water, that's going to hydrate you. We never think about nice. hydrating the skin by putting moisture back in from this from the outside. And like when you say hydrolic acid, hyaluronic, hyaluronic acid, yeah, you automatically think, oh, don't want to put acid on my face. But is that mm. a good good ingredient to have? Yeah. Yes, it's a naturally occurring amino acid in the skin. Wow! So it it, it helps to. Um, maintain or retain 10,000 times its weight in water in the skin so it really locks in water it's a fantastic ingredient and I it will that. yeah well, I, need I need a bucket load dip <laughs> <laughs> yourself in it but it is it's a great product and it really helps with fine lines and smoothness um it's it, it's a brilliant ingredient to use and it's quite you know, available um, in a lot of products. It's, it's, it's one of the, you know, the real trending, exciting ingredients that, that are out there, really. So what, I mean, I'm gonna ask you loads of questions. <laughs> I've got loads of questions. Okay. What, what other things should we be looking at within our beauty products that we're buying to look after our skin? What do you think are kind of like the top three or four if, if you've got them? Well, so I, I would say that vitamin. Yeah. You know, I'm a believer in 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 the effect of of vitamin A and vitamin C on the skin and vitamin E. So they're antioxidants. So they're fighting damage, but they're also like vitamin A is really great for cell renewal and cell turnover. So it will repair and. As we get older, our natural cell turnover, it slows down. So vitamin A will maintain that cell turnover. So we keep our youthful look, our youthful appearance of our skin. Yeah. Um, your vitamin C, again, an antioxidant. So it's fighting free radical damage, but it's helping with um, strengthening walls it's helping with stabilizing cells that produce excess melanin in the skin that our skin will then appear uneven um, and also it helps with the stimulation of, of, of collagen and elastin in in certain cells within our skin wow. so for me these these are very powerful ingredients and I wouldn't be putting anything on my skin that doesn't have that in it. It's wow. quite quite simple. But some people also want extra um, work on more intense work on collagen and elastin. Um, so you'd be looking at peptides. Yeah. And peptides are 
skin proteins and peptides what the simple way to explain it because it's very site like technical yeah but the way i understand it is certain ingredients certain peptides um matrixel 3000 arginine they target specific cells to do a specific job wow and the cells they're targeting are the collagen and elastin cells the fibers inside of our skin that keep it bouncy and fresh and the matrix in between the epidermis the first layers and then the dermis the foundation and it keeps that firmness there and you know if you're concerned with aging or preventing aging those are the kind of ingredients that you look at to ensure you're taking care of of those needs as well so yeah um and then like the the, the ultimate the ultimate skin need i would say is spf i literally just written down spf and i was going to ask you about it for a natural yeah yeah it's so it's so important because you, you know in lockdown we've had this glorious weather and some people may be sitting next to a window because what a lovely place to sit if you've got to work on yeah. your computer or get some get some sunlight well actually uva can penetrate through glass wow and uva is aging um, is damaging on the skin so even when you're indoors is a, like a broad spectrum SPF a UVA UVB protector to prevent the breaking down radical damage UVA is your biggest you know uh, or UVA and UVB is your biggest um, free radical damaging contributor to the skin so SPF is vital. If you're using all these really lovely, brilliant products, and then actually along comes the sun and, and, and destroys it all. And, you know, UVA is daylight. It's not sunlight. Like, it's not when you can feel that heat. Yeah. It's, it's daylight. It's what, you know, makes day. So it's there all the time. So if you're not using SPF in your makeup, so some makeup has SPF, yeah. so that's good. I mean, mineral makeup is a natural SPF, so that's great. Or you need a separate SPF. I'm a fan of moisturizers that contain SPF. Yeah. I just don't think you get enough coverage of SPF in that product. Yeah. And um, like, what level should we be going for? Should we be going for like level 30 or 50 or is an eight or something good enough such a it's such a, a, a like that that we could spend a whole um really look most people think oh i'm using a 30 yeah so this is going to be better than a 15 yeah now oh god where do i begin <laughs> so, um, first and foremost you have to put enough of the product on. Yes. But most people don't put enough of it on. You know, it's not the same amount as your moisturizer and it's not even double that. We're, you know, 
for your face, you're talking a good size of, of product in wow. order to get the level of percentage that it says on the bottle. Yeah. So most people that are using a 30 probably are only getting about four or five because, <laughs> because of what they're putting on. Yeah. You know, the amount that they're yeah. putting on. So like, I would always just say, just put it on, put a good layer of it on when you're using it. But quite often a high percentage SPF is quite thick. Yeah. And people don't like to put that much on, but you know, it's, it's like, if you're going to go with a high one. Now there are some debates about different ingredients. So to get a high SPF, you often have to use a high chemical content. Yeah. And then you've got that question of chemical, high chemical, you know, is it yeah. good for you? Is it not good for you? So there is that debate as well. Um, so I'm, I personally prefer SPF, so um, your iron oxide, your zinc oxides as ingredients, because they act more as a reflection, yeah. so they bounce off, and that's why I like mineral makeup as an SPF, because again, it's going to be a reflector rather than an absorber of UV, Yeah. yeah. you know? Um, so, you know, at least, at least a 30 should be used on your skin. However, I work with a brand yep. that we have a maximum 15. Yeah. And that, that product also contains antioxidants. Yeah. So it gives a natural protection of higher than 15 but the same applies if you don't use enough of it you're not getting the protection that you can yeah. that you should be getting so whatever one you have just make sure you're using twice or three times the amount that you would normally put on it's like when you go to the beach on holiday yeah. you see the adults and they're like just putting it around here you go and see their kid and their kid's white. It's like their mum's going to spray them with it. Why don't we do that on ourselves? <laughs> because right. white skin, like being white and pale, is generally not seem to be like we want to get a tan, or we? trendy. Like yeah. I am so what I think I actually haven't yeah. got any melatonin is no melanin. I think I actually repel the sun. I'm so white. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Daywalker. But really, sometimes it's better to be pale and have your skin protected than being tanned by the sun and yeah. have damage. Yeah, because in theory, what a tan is, is your cells trying to protect themselves. So what happens is they get a message to melanogenesis. And what happens is your, your, your cells, your melanocyte cells produce more melanin to protect the cell because of the damage that's occurring. Because mm. damage will lead to, you know, I suppose poor cell turnover. And you know, like, as you know, with, with your health and fitness, you, know, you keep your body healthy, you prevent disease. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, if you don't keep your skin healthy, you're opening up disease like possible disease in your skin 
yeah. skin cancers, you know, yeah. tumors, stuff like that. So it is so important to make sure your skin is wow. protected. It's the barrier, isn't it? The skin is the barrier from, it's keeping the outside from coming in, it's keeping your inside yeah. from going out. So why yeah. wouldn't we I, spend so much time, more time looking after that part? Um, I never knew what actually tanning was, like what it does to our skin. I never knew that. So like the browner we go, the more our skin's trying to protect itself. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting That's because some that. people burn really easy. And some yeah. people go brown really easy, don't they? Yeah. It's the, it's the normally like if, if you burn really easily, you, it's, you know, you don't have as much melanin. <laughs> I told you I'm melanin deficient. Yeah. Right, but then that also means there's less protection. So you have to really protect yourself when you're in the sun. And, you know, the, no, no SPF beats, big pair of sunnies, big floppy hat and a, you know, cover. You know, that's the best form of protection when you're in the sun. Yeah. Um, and I know we, and, and you know, um, experts say that if you, if you just had your arms out a little bit, um, you know, and your sunglasses on and that, you're, you're still absorbing enough of the sun to um, stimulate your vitamin D production. You don't have to lay out there, uh, you know, cooking all day uh, to, to uh, you know, get your vitamin D because obviously wow. the sun is really important for that as well. Yeah. This is crazy. I want to shift the topic a little bit. Go on then. Time. We've been talking about how we should look after our skin and how beneficial it is to our body looking after the skin. But when people come and see you, Roseanne, and have treatments by you, because we're all about the mind, understanding the mind to control your body. And I, I see the massive benefits people having treatments on the mind. So they feel really good about themselves and they, they, they respect themselves and they look after themselves more. How do you see that affecting over this lockdown period with people's mindsets? We've not been able to come in to see you. And what can they do to help their mindsets by pampering themselves at home? Mm, lovely. Yeah, I'm so glad you've asked that. So, um, uh, you can, you can give yourself a little mini pampering, right? You probably have a collection of You've just gone a bit um, darky, but it's okay. I'm sure it'll clear up in a second. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So um, you, you can start off by just cleansing your skin as you normally would. Yeah. And then I know you mentioned earlier, Laura, like exfoliation. Yeah. So you can use um, like a, a, a gentle exfoliator. Like with you, I would say, keep it gentle. With your skin, granules and scrubbing and brushes, just keep it gentle. But when you do an exfoliation, what you do is you take off that already sort of surface so that any product you put on top will really work well, it will soak in, it will absorb, it will do what it needs to do. Your skin will extract from it what ever ingredient that's in there needs to be extracted okay yeah. 
So um, you would cleanse your skin, do a nice exfoliation, remove your exfoliator. Yeah. And then you could, if you had like, some people have like a nice facial oil at home. Yeah. Um, you can apply a bit of facial oil to your skin. Give, and, and there's some like, you can do some nice massage movements. It's a bit of drainage. You can, you know, go around the eyes. And then you can paint your mask on. Okay. Now, going back to your skin, Laura, you might find on your forehead and nose, you would use maybe a balancing mask or a clay mask or something that's going to help target the concerns you have in that area. Yeah. But maybe on your cheeks, you might use a moisturizing mask or a you know, something that's going to deal with whatever concerns you have yeah. on that area. Leave for 10 minutes, take it all off. Yeah. And then use um, your normal evening or daytime routine, depending on what time of the day you've done this. You moisturize afterwards. Um, so that's something you can do just to keep your, you know, face, maintain the condition it's in helps to improve you know appearance if it's feeling a bit sluggish a bit dull honestly it will just the blood will get circulating and it will just make the skin look so much nicer um i i'm a big believer in um aromatherapy oils i love i i mean i I love using them in the in the in the shower, in the bath. I'm forever rubbing them, you know, on my skin, and right because and and you can get oils that are revitalizing. You can get some that are relaxing. So I would say always make sure you 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 know you sniff the right one at the right time, you know, because otherwise you'd be drifting off halfway through a, a call or something. But um. You know, in the in the evening, a lovely aromatherapy, and you don't have to lay in the bath for you know twenty minutes. You can use them in the shower, so you get the aroma, and you can go lay down in bed, maybe a bit of meditation, closing the eyes, doing some breathing, reflect on the day. I think that's always a nice thing to do. Um, how would you use aromatherapy in the shower? I mean, what do you do? Do you like put a bit of lavender on and wash your body with it? Or No. What I would do is I would just wash as normal. So however you your routine, if you want to exfoliate, yeah. you know, because that's always a nice thing to do, exfoliate your whole body. Um, and then, again, depending on the brand, because, you know, some you can leave on your skin, some you can't, but quite often... Um, can I can I mention a brand that I love? Anything you yeah. want. So there's a, a brand called Aromatherapy Associates. So you, you can just shower as normal. Yeah. Like and then apply some of the product to your hands, and then you just you can just like press it onto you, and just breathe. Just you know, breathe and and take in the aroma, and then just rinse with water to allow any excess to come away but you was because of the the essence the scent will still be there and then if you do that with a deep relaxing oil for example um you can then go to your room get some nice hand cream yeah you know massage that put some nice foot cream lay down and just 
breathe and relax. You know, I think those things are, are really important. Wow, I love that. I'm going to check those so nice. now. Yeah, because that would be amazing. Because I always use a little bit of aromatherapy oil on my pulse points before I go to bed. Um, do you know what I mean? I always put a little bit on my nose so I can smell yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, the aromatherapy associates oils are so... They're just... I, don't, I can't explain... I don't know the technical term, but I want to say they're so strong, but they're not synthetic strong. Yeah, yeah. They're just beautiful the, the the scent is just amazing so i'd highly recommend them yeah um i, I don't stock them myself um I, I i want to and that was one of my plans this year to have them hold but uh they are the only aroma brand that i would consider having in oh, i'll have a look see at those so we've got cleanse then a gentle exfoliation and oil, and that'll be okay on oily skin using that oil, I suppose, because then you're going to put the well, mask on. Well, so for some people, they won't have a, a facial oil because it hasn't been recommended. I'm The facial oil is more for somebody who has a facial oil that they like to use. Otherwise, you would cleanse and exfoliate and then just put your mask straight on top of your skin oh, because yeah, yeah. don't forget the mask itself has got um ingredients that are going to do a job as well um yeah. and then and then moisturize afterwards and do a nice massage with your moisturizer not you know rather than just dabbing it on and uh, yeah you know give yourself some nice drainage always working out towards your lymph you know yeah it's all very nice okay all right so we've got some massage techniques across here so across yeah. the forehead and then yes. movements towards the ears yeah cool yeah and, and you can like you know drag towards like your jawline as well if you do that enough times you'll create a bit of a lift as well right, i'm so doing that every day every day <laughs> using my uh wrist going up towards me is i love it i love it so what about serums because a lot of people are mm. on about serums when's the best time to put a serum on um, normally most most companies most brands skin brands will have you put a serum on um, underneath the moisturizer or mixed in with the moisturizer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Serums, um, so you know, I was talking about peptides. Yeah. And your hyaluronic acid, quite often, that's what you find in a serum. Right. Because okay. they want that to go in. It's molecularly much smaller, it will penetrate deeper than the moisturizer. So then your moisturizer goes on top afterwards normally it's not the you know the ultimate but i would say 90 percent of the time that that's that's or 99 percent of the time that's how it is so before we go right i just want to touch on nails very quickly because like when oh, we spoke on the phone yeah i remember you saying about dry nails and dry hands and yeah how you can spot the cuticles and if you're flaking and you had a couple of tips about nail files around the house and stuff. Yeah, so, uh, you know, a lot of people had um, some kind of nail extension on or gel overlay. And then we went into lockdown and, and, you know, no one could get these things taken off or anything. So, you know, people were picking off. Um, and 
if you pick off a gel or yeah if you peel your nails will get thinner they'll feel thinner and softer yeah so um then they can start tearing and splitting yeah so my recommendations yes to have um, nail files everywhere have one upstairs have one downstairs um have one by your computer if you get a little nick in your nail just file it take make it smooth and when you file you want to file in one direction not, not like not like this like a saw yeah you just like i don't have a file but say this is my file go to the problem and pull in yeah in or the other side and pull in yeah and then um the cuticles can look um a little bit dry and maybe like you can really see the skin can be quite hard. Mm -hmm. So a, an oil, a cuticle specific oil or a um, cream, a rich cream, just take a couple of minutes and just massage that in. It's nice to do before bed, but you can do it at any time of the day. Yeah. Um, and that will just prevent your, cute, your dry cuticle sticking to the nail yeah because as the nail grows the cuticle will tear and then you'll get bits and you'll be you'll be scratching it and picking it and uh and then it looks you know unsightly and i think when your nails are looking nice and your hands look nice i think you feel i don't know you feel finished you feel total yeah. um so you know i would just say now's the time especially if you love having gels and stuff like that now's the time to really take care of your nails so when you're ready to have them put back on you know they're they're in a good condition they're in an acceptable condition but if they're in a bad condition your gels won't last you know and now's yeah. the chance now yeah. the so chance. just to confirm the cuticles are they the bits at the bottom of you now the base of now exactly yeah, yeah. yeah that okay. bit there because so many people bite around their, the edge of their fingers, don't they? Yeah. And you see, like, that cuticle, it's really important that it, it's, it's your seal. It's the seal to allow, you know, pathogens into your body. So, you know, if you, if you get an infection in there, you get inflammation. Yeah? Looking at his nails. Are they inflamed? Yeah. They got cement under them. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's difficult if you're doing like something that that has them go through the motions a bit. But it's important. If you get inflamed, they can get sore. They can swell a little bit and get an infection there. No one wants an extra bit of this now. So just keep keep everything hydrated, moisturized. Yeah. No picking. Soft. I know it's tempting, isn't it? And you start to notice. And files, I think keeping a nail file there all the time is is like a real. It helps me. Yeah, yeah. I have one in my car as well because yeah. you know that's all. Oh, oh, I'm in traffic. There's something. Well, there's no traffic at the minute, but yeah. then I see something, so I file it because otherwise I will scrape it and scrape it and scrape it until. Yeah. I've yeah. Got no nail left. And I love that you said put a nail file in your pen pot. I love that. Genius. Yeah. Have one in your pen pot next to your computer, your station. Yeah, definitely. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. Rosanna, thank you so much. This has been so enlightening for me, especially for me, 
just personally, you know, um, learning about all the, I can never say, hydrochloric, whatever it's called, acid. Hyaluronic, yeah. Hyaluronic acid and the vitamin A, C and E's and the peptides. I, as soon as we finish this, I'm going upstairs to look at my products. Do you know what I mean? And have a look at them, definitely. Send me pictures. Let me see what you're doing. Okay, all right. I'll send them to you. Because what products do you use in your salon? So we have two, two brands. Well, I have three brands. I have Dermalogica. Yep. Very well-known brand. Yeah. Lovely brand. Um, then I have Environ. Um, and Environ are pretty my main brand at the moment. And we have a range of supplements that come with that. The Advanced Nutrition Programme and a 100% mineral makeup as well so it's kind of a a real fantastic kind of complete three-step yeah. process and i recently introduced a brand called a lumiere oh um, lumiere yeah so they're very similar to environ with the vitamins yeah vitamin c vitamin a but um they've they've got a few uh, other things up their sleeves that I haven't yet had the opportunity to really work with because I, I took them on just before lockdown. Yeah. But um, I'm really excited to to see what, what, what I can do with, with their products as well. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. So, Rosanna, if anybody wants to know more about yes. you or they want to visit your salon, yes. where can they find out more about you? Um, yeah. Yeah, so on, on social media, I have Instagram, which is Rosanna Shaw Beauty. Mm -hmm. um, on Facebook, I have uh, Rosanna Shaw Health and Beauty Clinic. Yep. So you can mess, like, message me on there or I think, yeah, and, and contact me there. Um, my clinic is in Holborn in central London. So, um, and it's called Rosanna Shaw Health and Beauty Clinic. So, um, yeah, you can come there. And, um, the, the, I'm taking all the calls still. So if you want to chat, then you can call the number um, 0207 430 2156. Love it. And then I, I'm there. I'm on the other end of the phone. So um, I can answer any questions or inquiries. Excellent. Awesome. Rosanna, thank you so much. I've really appreciated it. And coming from a man's perspective, have you? I've learned loads. Have you? Uh, yeah, because I was always think they hydrated internally, it's going to do my skin, but I need to actually put the moisture in physically to keep my skin better. Right, so are you actually going to use the things that I've bought for you now, then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might, I was about to say, you might actually use them. But what we do, if you'd like, I will have a look at the ingredients. Okay. We'll see, because, you know, if you're going to do something, it might as well be something that's, making a difference so um, i'll have a look for you and then uh i'll give you awesome. some feedback thank you. groovy thank you so much rosanna pleasure. thank you guys thank you so much for listening i really hope that you've got something from this um we've had a couple of people but as you said he's had a manicure from rosanna and andy says i had a treatment for rosanna's team and i'll be back post lockdown that's fantastic which just goes to show that you know, it's very important for dudes as well as dudesses. Well, we, you know, another thing I'd say is, the, you know, what has really changed over the years was how men, you know, when men used to come in, they were always a little bit nervous or 
I felt like I had to make them feel really comfortable. And over the years now, men stroll in, they're really confident and proud of what they're coming in for. And, it. uh, it's really nice, actually. And uh, yeah, I love treating guys. It's, it's great. Yeah. That's cool. awesome. I love it. Well, Rosanna, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Guys, if you've enjoyed this, please give it a share. Um, because as you know, you know, we bring you these guests to enhance your life, you know, um, in every way possible to look after your well-being. So um, yeah, give it a share, give it a like, we'd really appreciate it. And um, we're gonna leave you now and we're gonna carry on the after party as we always say. So, guys, have a fantastic fantastic day and we'll speak to you all very very soon thanks for listening to this episode of the fit mind project please support us on itunes and spotify by rating us and leaving us a review it helps us so much you can also watch these podcasts on youtube or on our rock solid facebook page at rock solid health this is what we're all about we're about growing a community of like-minded people that want to change their lives to feel better than they are at the moment. We help them find their version of health so they can be healthier and happier. And remember guys, you're awesome.